Yeah. Oh, that's a good gun sound. I like that. You're going to have to give me that. What it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei Vio Sensei, 36 Dread Kage of the Music Clan, 10th Tribe of Wakanda, and I am the new drill manga. Look at me. Look at <laughs> I'm the captain now. Yeah, and y'all already know it's Shadow the Gold Tooth Villain, leader of the Water Nation, and it's freezing season, so pull your double cups up two times if you got the... 36 in your cup in your mug because it's the holiday season it is the holiday season all y'all going broke congratulations Jeez. <laughs> starting like that well welcome season four we still going strong sensei said so.com is where you can find everything i know you're plugged into your i your iphones and your androids but the website's really where you need to go sensei said so.com and for you this evening we have another special guest for you guys, season four. We're trying to get the people that you need to hear from. And this guy himself, we go way back. We go back, bro. To before music was really, I don't know if music was a thing for you, but it wasn't for me. I was just out here collecting money, but we're here now. Collecting yeah. money. So our guest today, we got Mimi Knowles in the building. What's How you up, doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I don't know if you know the shout out, but I met Vince. Governments. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's who you was back then. That's you who you right. was. At, at was Comcast, bro. Oh, Comcast. At the, okay. Him <laughs> and I were in the same training group. Just looking at you like, you gotta get out of this motherfucker. <laughs> the same energy. Bro. I was so we hopeful. <laughs> Shout out to all my call, uh, my call center people because you get in there and you have such good intentions. I'm gonna get in here. I've I'm never, gonna yo, not, I've never not one time stepped foot into a call center. Man, I've never thought about What's even that like, like applying to a call. Center. I never like. That's crazy. The only place <laughs> I never stepped inside of was a buckle. I've never stepped. A inside. <laughs> <laughs> never step inside one. Never win. Like bro. the store? Yeah. No, your one. life is probably better for it. it There's is, a couple man. places I've never gone into. There's <laughs> a couple places like that. So from Comcast to where you're at now, talk yeah. to, we got music. We you brand ambassador. Tell us a little bit for the people Ooh, who don't know what needs. you got going on. Man, so this year's been great, bro. Like uh I'm working with some brands now. That was one of my big goals for this year is to work with some bigger brands. So the brands I'm working with is K-Swiss. I'm a K-Swiss influencer now. That's why they gave me these kicks. They've been sending me some shit. Got love for my oh, shoes. Okay, K-Swiss. so you're going to bring the commercials back. Then. Hey, yeah, you got it, bro. <laughs> but you bringing them. them back. What's crazy is like there's this emergence of like all the shit that we used to wear that we used to buy from Walmart. <laughs> but like, like Champion and like... That's probably hot now. That's, that's probably transition. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I was like, Mom, can I get some champion at Walmart when I was like six? She's like, sure, here's five bucks. <laughs> but now champion's like, here is like a hundred bucks. Jeez. But anyways, K-Swiss is one of those uh, brands that's coming up. I just love their hustle. I love uh, kind of their whole energy. K-Swiss has always been for the culture, you know? It's really cool. When I think about K-Swiss, it takes me back to listening to Lil Romeo. The New York playing <laughs> basketball, playing ass niggas. Right. I remember the good K-Swiss, yep. <laughs> Yeah, man. So K-Swiss is cool. And then Little Caesars is... I've seen you on the commercial. Bro. Talk about that. Commercial is cool, man. Uh, That shit's crazy. Because I didn't realize how I actually ended up getting that. Tell us about it. Because we got a lot of young artists and people who are listening who want to know, like, how does something like that come about? So tell us a little bit about the Little Caesars spot. So I think one thing that's important to realize, especially for people coming up, is that brand recognition is huge, especially mm. for these influencers. Preach. So if you can attach yourself to a brand that you actually believe in, you can uh, you up your value. You know what I mean? You uh, get more visibility. You get more money. You know? Um, so that was one of my goals is to associate with bigger brands this year. Um, Little Caesars was in the works for a while. Actually, just that commercial with them, which was sick. I actually... Wrote the script, directed it, put the music in it. Um, getting all the credits. Getting all the credits. Yes. But they're cool over Royalties. there. Royalties. I did not realize that Little Caesars is under the same umbrella of like a bigger conglomerate. So under the same umbrella is Little Caesars, Red Robin, Ooh. Dunkin' Donuts, um, Wingstop. And Sizzler. It's a strong wow. lineup. Yeah, you know I mean? that's a strong <laughs> playoff that crazy? Run lineup. <laughs> that's that's crazy. So anyway, that's a conglomerate right there. It is, man. Uh, who would be Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> who, who would that be? The center. The Zion center. Williamson. <laughs> Zion Williamson is literally a Dunkin' Donut. <laughs> Just fat boy Dunkin'. We gonna get into Zion in a second. Uh, but yeah, man, that actually happened because me and my girl. 
That shit is strong. The dojo. It's winter season. <laughs> Make sure y'all wash your hands. It's a cold. It's a cold one out there. I need some shit. You go, you gonna crack that open or what? <laughs> What's up with that Powerade? No, um, I might need to. No, the uh, thing about the little Caesars thing is, me and my girl, we did our engagement with some little Caesars. And it was kind of funny. Like we just as a joke. What's the story on that? Well, we were gonna have well. some, we were gonna have some cooler engagement stuff, which the Little Caesars worked out because that's how I made the relationship right. with them. They saw the shit, they hit me up on Instagram. We did a collab, and it, it became a commercial, or whatever. But my girl and I were going to have our honeymoon in France. Fancy? Oh, you fancy, huh? We got the tickets real cheap, bro. I'll be honest. Well, it was it was like three hundred bucks round trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like I go to hey, right. Where I'm going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, shit went real left. So um, I grabbed my passport, right? Previously, I had misplaced my passport, and I couldn't find it. I go to get a new passport. Right. And I reported it lost. But when you report it lost, it reports as lost or stolen. Uh Uh-oh. So when I grab it, we're heading out. I just grab the passport. What happened was I actually grabbed my old passport that happened to be in the drawer that I randomly put my new passport in. Right. So I leave. So me and me and Jess were heading out to Paris, fly through Dallas. Or no, no, we don't fly through Dallas. I remember how which was it Dallas? I remember what it was. We fly through. I show them the passport. Everything's straight. They don't say anything. But I it was a at that point a stolen. Yeah, you stole, stolen. You stole your own passport. I guy. stole my own passport. You stole What's your own God identity. Damn. What are you missing here? We know we can see why you stole your own passport. <laughs> it was a. I had a cleaner rap sheet back then. That's why. I said. See, this man is stealing from himself. <laughs> That's the headline. Is he going to press charges on him? <laughs> we got to ask him. I wonder if he'll sue. Him apprehend though. him and find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did apprehend me. So <laughs> this shit is up. <laughs> It is is very wintry outside. Um, Let me hit the parade one more time. What we're going to do is we're going to let you (laughs) catch your breath for a second. We're going to come back. Let's get into one of your songs and then we're going to finish the story. You know, this is a Dragon Ball Z uh, cliffhanger. And figure out the rest of the story on the next episode of Sensei Senso. Baby, you an angel, but the problem is you know it. Look good from any angle, ain't a problem for you to show it. I really wanna thank you, cause the body has built my appetite. And your high maintenance, I can't fake it, but I still wanna take a bite. Tip of my tongue, you been hanging on. Typical young girl dancing on. Get it before my chance is gone. I text ya. You're too extra to answer, you got me, you got me like Ooh, I get off more than I can chew I don't know what I'm supposed to do Because I can't live without you And you got me, you got me like Ooh, I get off more than I can chew I don't know what I'm supposed to do Because I can't live without you Get on your level I just need another taste of Dip of my tongue You've been hanging on Difficult girl You're just dancing on Get it before My chance is gone I text ya Get you extra to answer You got me You got me like Ooh I get off more than I can chew I don't know what I'm supposed to do Because I can't live without you And you got me You got me like Ooh I get off more than I can chew I don't know what I'm supposed to do I was about to You throwing tantrums like you are about to I never doubt you But I just can't get you off of my brain You doing makeup bougie with some Drake on I'm in kitchen getting leftover cake on The words we need to break up is on the tip of my tip of my tip of my tongue You been hanging on Typical young girl dancing on Get it 
before my chance is gone I text ya, you do extra to answer You got me, you got me like Ooh, I bet I'm more than I can chew I don't know what I'm supposed to do Because I can't live without you And you got me, you got me like Ooh, I bet I'm more than I can chew I don't know what I'm supposed to do Because I can't live without you We're back, Sensei said so. That was Chew by our guest Mimi Knowles. What's up, what's up? Breaking it down for the people. We were talking, we were getting to the story, because it's story time here on the Sensei Said So show. So make sure you tune in, share with your friends, make sure you have the distillery in your cup, because mm. Mimi is gonna finish up. <laughs> <laughs> oh bars. I know, right? It's have you ever like tried rapping, bro? Hey. Uh so songwriter this generation. Fam, I grabbed the wrong passport. I go through Dallas through airport. Stole your security. Own passport. Okay, Come on. you can say how you want. Jeez. I don't know how it happened, but I ended up with the wrong passport. <laughs> they said nothing. They didn't they weren't like, oh fam, this is this has been reported lost or stolen. Nothing. Like, you're good to go. Right. Light skin privilege is probably what happened. Uh, yeah. hey, call I get through. That light, like skin, that light skin privilege does not go overseas. Yeah. So oh. I get through. I land in, in Paris. We're talking about going to Disney. Like, what did I propose to you already? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. His lady's in the room, you know. I was like, man, I was about to, like, maybe propose to her out there. I don't remember. But I had all these plans. We get through. She goes through. And I always get this feeling when shit's supposed to go how it's supposed to go that it's not going to work Ooh. out. So I get up. I'm like, he's like sliding it and shit. He's like, no, no, this is not work. This is not the, uh, this isn't what these rights want. That's where these dick lies. I was like, all right, fam, what? So he pulls me aside. He pulls me into like this office and says, well, you're going back to America. I was like, what? You're getting deported. I got deported, bro. But the worst thing is that I didn't get deported right then. They bought me a ticket. They put me in a holding cell. So I'm going out to Paris. We're about to have our like honeymoon out in Paris. And he puts me in a holding cell. Talking about I couldn't see like my girl that I came with at all. So I saw her there. And then I didn't see her till I was back in the United States. They gave you Jeez. the terrorist. They gave you the terrorist. Taken running through your mind, like, do I got a Liam Neeson? You know what, bro? When Shay is a fan, you start <laughs> thinking like that. I'm like, I, I punch him in the jugular. They right? was gonna put I you kick in his the- kneecap. <laughs> jump over this desk, right? What else are you supposed to think? You thinking did they about to put me in the dirt? They might not even say. You know me what right. I mean? <laughs> the, I'm telling you, the holding cell had no door. There's no door handle. There were no windows. There was no toilet. It was just a hole in the ground, which I, oh. which was difficult. <laughs> some Fine people hole. be do, some people be doing that. I like I like a nice bidet with my shit, like a nice toilet, whatever. No sink. They gave me like bread and water <laughs> once. Shit was wild. Then they take me from there, and then they brought me to like an actual detention center, mm-hmm. and then they deported me the next day. Jeez, <laughs> shit was wild. But off of that, I got that little Caesar shit. So even though if some shit goes super left, something else is coming for you. You know what I mean? Is There's that right? the lesson right there. Is that was well, that the sensei? In that mini situ- sensei. <laughs> is that the case for six nine though? Oh, <laughs> sure. Professional segue. Well done. High five. That was, Boom. That was good. Man. A great segue. Let's get into the rap sheet. Let's talk about that since we have this convicted felon in here. Goddamn. <laughs> no, he's an international God felon. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. The international criminal himself, Carmen San Diego. So we'll get the perfect, you know. <laughs> but for those of y'all don't know. Y'all favorite rapper to hate. Teriyaki 47. Teriyaki 6'9". <laughs> he said 47. <laughs> is going down. Facing, is facing life in prison. Minimum 32 years. Goddamn. And this is and this is what the complex said. That shit was funny. They said that all five of the, of the people that he had in, on his team that he was making all that money with that they supposedly um, embezzled $2.5 million out of, when he fired them all, the 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 
feds had to come and put him into protective custody because the people that he had fired were about to come and super violate, quote unquote, super violate him. That's some New York shit. You know that's some New York. We don't say that over here. (laughs) Violating somebody is a crazy term. So if if, if a grown man going to tell you that... If five grown men going to tell you they're going to violate you, it's it's, it's, well, it's important to to look at the situation and see that it started in 2013. Because when the feds come and get you, it's not like a oh we think you're up to something. Right? Their 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 conviction rate is close to 97. percent So it's a situation where it's like they have watched them do a ton of shit, and a lot some of it's already coming out outrageous. And the char- yeah, and the alleged charges are, are racketeering. Racketeering. Are- <laughs> discharging, discharging a firearm during a felony was one of them. During, you know, the in the felony. state of New York, you can't even have a gun. <laughs> Shit's wild. Man. You get they don't play about those gun laws out there. So uh, I'm sure all of them niggas are violating probation every single one. <laughs> every yeah. single one of them. <laughs> one of the things I was thinking about as I looked at this situation, first observation was being a hip hop police officer is probably the easiest <laughs> just job. Just ratting on yourself. Just going through lyrics all day, just finding the top 100 songs and just being like, oh, I'm a killer and my whole crew killers too. Okay, <laughs> great start. So this might, we can, might be able you to You can go through people's discographies and figure out their whole <laughs> criminal history from the first mixtape. Oh, he was a petty thief. <laughs> By the third mixtape, he got into dope. (laughs) And by his first album, he was killing people. He was a whole murderer. We got the whole record. What are your Um, thoughts on it, Mimi? What what do you think of Takashi? Man, this dude's effed, bro. He's like, he's done. What's it? What's his it, line? It's over for him. My whole crew. I got a crew full of killers. I'm a killer too. <laughs> like reporting on himself. Nah, man. Well, what's crazy about that is how they said they were going to super violate him. All of their phones were tapped. All of them. You know All I mean? of them. So not only was the FBI coming, like when the FBI comes, like you're fucked. It's not like something small. You know what I mean? Like you're done. But when the FBI goes out of their way to tell you, like there are, you're in trouble. Yeah, someone. So they're trying to kill you. And their only concern is that we're trying to take you to court. Right. That's their They're only concern. They're not even like, we don't really care if you yeah, get hurt like, or not. But this is an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we need listen, you alive. Listen, so now we're stepping in. We're going to roll up on them. <laughs> no, because what happened like underneath it was they let him go after he turned down witness protection. He was like, I had, I yeah, got he it. he turned it down. Then he went on Instagram and started <laughs> taunting these Jeez. niggas. Listening to songs that said 50K on my head, that's an embarrassment or something. Uh, yeah. Like oh, The feds wow. were like, nope, nope, get him back. Bring him <laughs> back. <laughs> we tried to help you out. We tried to help you. Did you guys see the video from TMZ where he allegedly... Put it. He put a hit on somebody on, on Chief Keef's cousin. Is that who it was? Yeah. yeah did he say? He, did he say he, the hotel too? I feel like he said the hotel where it was going to happen. Because Chief, Chief this Keef is got my thing. Six nine is no longer is no longer verified. Is no longer authentic in any in any of his music anymore because he's about to rat on the all of them. He's about to tell on everybody. He's about to. He's about to give them up. <laughs> he about to be in there. And sinning. that's a sin. Mm-hmm. That's a cardinal sin in this rap shit, in beef shit, in in in, in any type of relationship, business relationships, in any situation y'all are in. <laughs> Even some proper, like a proper dude be like, well, that's not, I can't believe he's doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't just, you can't give them all up. So, but and he it, already started. He started on the breakfast. <laughs> I've never seen somebody pre-snitch. <laughs> Here's the wind up. <laughs> he really yeah. went on the breakfast club and said, I am preparing to snitch on everybody. <laughs> I have no affiliations. I don't know what... We've heard this man say Treyway 10,000 times. He went on The Breakfast Club and said, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the court, the court, the judge ordered him he to no longer it. use that, the, the word Treyway in his music anymore because <laughs> the affiliation of it. Like, bro, come on. Like, even the judge trying to help him out. You know what I mean? Like, he's trying to like, yo, don't say it. So, I don't know. I don't know how much he has on his... On his crew to be able to, you know, cut himself something and slide to Nicaragua and just. But That's he the thing. Can't he get, can't, even if he gets <laughs> off, bro, what what is he gonna do? He you know tried I mean? to do that though, because when they didn't give him bail, he offered the one point seven he had That's and right. his passport just to not be in jail. Like, bro, give me bail. They denied it all. 
He's worried, huh? He's probably they said he's that in a pinch. The right report now. said that he was shaken up. Like, look at the situation he's in. And what's important is that we don't just report on what's going on. We also talk about like how, how hopefully right. you dumb kids finally can see what's going on. Where it's like he's affiliated himself with his crew. Right. But then he has to denounce them in order to stay safe because mm. he's the one making the money. You can't name anyone else in Treyway. So you're dealing with people who have nothing to lose. So you have to denounce them because you have everything to lose. So now you're in a situation where you're the kind of person the feds flip. The Ooh, person who Wow. If you look at wow. if you're let's let's put our suits on and let's go to criminal minds. If we, yeah, if I got that degree and I'm looking at all you know Some CSI he, shit. You man. know, oh boy, oh boy probably got murder. Oh boy over here got grand larceny and murder. Oh boy, six nine only got like Discharging Ten, a firearm. No, he yeah. got like what? A ped, he got some. He, he got, he some, got shit, some. He got bro. some touching girls back in the day. So he the least harmful offender out of the whole squad. Mm. But then and he, and he got the money. So yeah, I'm a, we gotta we gotta but, squeeze old boy here. Squeeze old. We gotta yeah, squeeze sure. him. The, where'd the money come from though? It's just drugs money, right? Because like he doesn't. Ha- where would he get the money from? He blew. Well, so he he, he, got, what, he got why? Show, he got show money. But, but he doesn't even get that much money because he came out on the breakfast right. club and yeah, he was talking about how he was blow. getting finessed oh, on I see a bunch of his saying. money. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean? you don't just blow. No, he'd been rapping for it, a minute. But it's money though. Like, like to be able to get to that level doesn't matter how talented you are. You need to have money behind you. Like when I opened up for Khalid last year, he was just started. He just did his first U.S. tour. Right. He sold out all these places. In a couple months, I'm seeing. Advertisements for him on Facebook, on Spotify, on Instagram, on Twitter, adds his money. Right. For him to blow up, that was a multi-million-dollar campaign. For Takashi yelling at Daniel Hernandez to have blown up like that, <laughs> but we know what it that's is. That's some It's some that's drug the, money. But that's the racketeering charge. Yeah. Racketeering was a charge that was created because there was no way to actually pinch mob bosses because they weren't shooting the guns. They weren't doing that's the guy, shit, bro. Yeah. So racketeering was essentially a charge to say if you're the affiliate, if you're a cog in the machine, you're also capable. It's association. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got drug money. You need to launder it. Niggas only know a couple careers. We're making a clothing <laughs> We're making a record label. Or your cousin, or your cousin in the NFL is risking it all. Yeah. <laughs> like Zach Randolph getting caught in pounds over the summer, still pushing weight. Bro, you are a 92 year veteran. <laughs> Get him out of the streets. By the street, bro. Come on. So that's actually a new. That's a that's a point that I want to talk about. That I think about is like. Who is in his crew not looking out for him? You know what I mean? Because if Takashi's like the face bringing in all this bread, if that bread stops, all of their money stops. So who's in the crew that's not looking out for him? Like who's in the crew that's like not supporting him? Like, yo, don't be saying that shit. Like, don't be doing that shit. That's, that's going to fuck the money up. But that's the problem is when your antics are the reason why you're getting the money, you can't stop that because like – that's what's getting you here. Right. What got him there was yelling, suck my dick to your favorite rapper. What got him here was beefing with every blood this side of the Mississippi. Like, that's how he got the exposure that made him what he was. So it's like, you stop that, what do you have? A dude screaming on in microphones. It's true. <laughs> it's true. That's all that's really left. So what's really important is, like, we got to realize that the streets haven't changed, even though the internet is making y'all think this stuff's different. It only ends one of two ways. You die... You get locked up. Right. Every time. It's simple. It, it happens. Either way, your albums are done. Unless, your albums unless are you're done Jay-Z. Soon. Unless you make it out, but yep. he made it out rapping. 6 mm-hmm. 9 was supposed to make it out rapping and didn't do that. He brought every single felon that he was that he knew with him, <laughs> and talked very feloniously really, on every song. He got love songs talking it, about blood shit. <laughs> This is not strong business right this now. This is a bad business model. You know? But that's the way you got to do it, though. Like, even with me with music, I love music. I'll do music for the rest of my life. But if I ever want to make that bigger money, I got to take the money I make from music and put it into something else. Exactly. Like, Jay-Z is not almost a billionaire off of music. Right. Like, it's not just not Or off music. of drug money. <laughs> right. He used the drug money. to. Without rap, I was crazy straight. Partner still spending money from 88. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had drug money. He was straight. But then he used that to to fuel his music career. 
You gotta go legit. One and of the rules that for is alcohol. Then he used that. now he owns. Y'all gotta go yeah. legit. For all y'all youngins out there that want to scream and dye your hair and shoot guns and get arrested for look, this fool little narc got arrested for having a rocket launcher on his Instagram. Whoa, post. I saw that. Bro, what are you doing? I saw Why do you that. think that it they won't so get mad weird, at you for bro. having because a rocket people launcher? People think the internet is this fake place. It was weird. He was like on. He was like on like IG live or whatever. Or no, it was just on his Instagram <laughs> in his bathroom. And then it turns over by the toilet, but it's also a rocket launcher. I was like, okay, this is some so that's an international <laughs> crime, bro. You can't just and then he picks it up and he's looking at himself in the mirror on his phone. I was like, what are you? What's going through your and mind? Right again, now? again. If any of y'all are just bum ass, do nothing kids. Go apply to become a hip hop cop. It's probably the best job ever. It'll be a very you're just sitting there career. watching Instagram and listening to rap songs <laughs> and just be like, all right, Lil Nar got a nuke. Let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go pick him it's up. It's honestly like a pick of. Like, they probably have like just like a whole bunch of people. They're just scrolling through the computer, being like, do we want to take him out today? Do we want to take out him today? Do we want to take out him today? They're just like right. so many people ratting on themselves. As I was thinking about it, as I was putting myself in this frame of mind saying like, our rappers are getting locked up. It's, and we know these cops ain't shit. So obviously these people are not doing a good job. And I've just been listening to music with a different ear. And I heard, I think it was little baby say like, what? Uh, I got the Coke for real. I put the D and dope for real. Like, <laughs> Man. What's going to happen when a prosecutor reads that to a jury of your peers? <laughs> Ooh, honestly. Like, yeah. how do you plead not guilty to that? So it's a situation where it's like, we say, don't snitch. Snitching, uh, snitches get stitches. All of y'all are snitching on yourselves. <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> oh, shit. Consistently. And we know this. This is not anything new. At what point do we stop doing the same thing and expecting a different result? Do not confuse the internet. Do not confuse the internet hype and the internet facade for real street issues and real street work and respect. You guys still have to go through through the grind and go through the get dirty and go through the mud. You know, it is what it is. You worked hard to get where you are. You know, we worked hard to, to, to keep a show lasting. You know, it's not easy. But it looks that way. When people get on Instagram, you're seeing everybody's highlights. It's a highlight reel of everything of people are doing dope. Mm -hmm. You don't see any of the struggle. You don't mm -hmm. see anything you're going through. You see, like, beautiful relationships and marriages, but you don't see how hard it is to get through the first year and all these different getting things. Getting locked like, up in Paris. Right. Getting locked up. Like. <laughs> I was so ready to put on niggas in Paris. In Paris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's a question. So, Daniel Hernandez. <laughs> My Danny. God. Danny Phantom. Danny yes. Phantom. <laughs> Danny Phantom. He gone now. What's so, we gonna so, call him? So my dad's black. My mom's white. But I'm real light skin. Like real, real light skin. Yes, he is the the color of a perfect Belgian waffle. <laughs> right? Daniel Hernandez is not black. No, very Mexican. Yes, he's right? not black. Yes, he but he's yelling "nigga" all over the place. Yes, he is. correct. You are getting to his Facebook. Post oh, and him turning the internet up. So I wanted to know about that because I know like Fat Joe was saying the shit too. Yeah, like back in the day. You know what I mean? You see how different right. this is. Yeah, but and, and, so, and the East Coast, and the East Coast does it different. They do it different, but well, I guess because there's more Caribbean. Like for example, my buddy's from the Dominican Republic, and he's dark, right? And literally, like, my dad's from the Bahamas. They came to the Triangle Trade. Like, they, right. they are Africans. They're you know Nigerian, I mean? a lot of them. Nigerian, yeah. <laughs> we'll claim them. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you're not going to see that on the West Coast as much. All right. the Car Caribbean dudes are over on the East Coast. So is it, is it because of the Latin it's, it's not necessarily because of the Latin. It, it, the it's just— it, it comes. It stems from if you are a descendant of the slave trade somewhere along the lines, if you're displaced, you're still African, realistically. Mm -hmm. You could be mixed with something else, and we're not saying that you don't belong to them either. But mm -hmm. as Africans, we understand that the slave trade took a lot of our, you know, blood along the world. Mm -hmm. So you still belong to us. So what about Mexicans? Mexicans, no, they don't belong to us. Fat Joe, I don't know what he is, but he, I don't I think, think he's Puerto Rican. He Puerto Rican, he's so Puerto, Puerto Ricans kind of can slide. Right. You know, I, right. I don't make the rules. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, I did, I did have a Facebook post saying that same thing. Like, hey, are we still letting, you know, are we still letting our non-black friends, like, say, nigga, are we just cool with that still? 
Or are we now, since we're being culturally aware and being, you know, pro-black, taking back, you know, preserving and protecting our culture? And there was a lot of interesting, like, people that weren't black that were upset about, like, not My thing is, is it's I did something similar. I I did a Facebook post a while ago, and I had the same same results. Like, white people being turned. I feel like it's a very simple, like, idea. The concept's very simple. If anyone doesn't understand it, I'll break it down like this. This is the way I help people understand it. It's like... Everybody has a family, and in your family, you have different nicknames that you might call each other that people outside of the arrangement, the agreement, if they called it to you, it's weird. Like, a group of girlfriends may call each other bitch, but if a stranger walked up and was like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> That's real shit. It would be awkward because it's not in the right context. It's everything has to do with the content context that it comes in. Yeah. There just happens to be a widespread idea of the N-word. And it's like every race has it. Paulies call themselves Use all the time. No one's going to call themselves that. It's just the problem is we made nigga cool. Mm-hmm. It became too popular. One it thing became, that I hear, yeah, it's everywhere, right? It's everywhere. Trinidad James made a hook just off that. <laughs> you know what's crazy about that? I don't know if a lot of people know this. So, um,. Gold all on my chain. That one. Gold yeah. all on my watch. Don't believe me? Just watch. Nigga, nigga, nigga. Oh. So, right? So, Bruno Mars pays a percentage of his song royalties from Uptown Funk to Trinidad James. What? Because of the way that he rapped it, or the way that he rapped, like when he was saying nigga, Bruno made a horn line out of it. So don't believe me, just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. Oh. Isn't that crazy? So Trinidad James is getting paid off of a Bruno hit. That's why he's not rapping anymore. Possibly Possibly one of Bruno's biggest hits he's he's making a percentage off of. Jeez. That's some crazy shit. Jumping knowledge for the people. Right? But getting back to the the discussion is like I would have – like I made a post about this and like – I had a lot of white people say that it's 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 not our fault that we're saying it. It's black people's fault for saying it in rap songs and we're hearing it all the time. So if you don't want us to say it, you shouldn't say it around us. Additionally, I heard stuff that's like it's not fair if you can say it. If, like you, if you say it, then I can say it. Or none of us should say it. But right. let's address that because Many a lot privileges. of people do have that opinion. That's That's where the... The rubber meets the road. That's an old ass saying. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? Let me pull up Google Translate on this shit. (laughs) But but part of it is yeah, it's partly true. It it is partly our fault. As a member of the Black Lotus, I will take partial responsibility. But if you don't have the nuance to understand, like, yeah, that's true, but also that we're in America and America is based on double standards. Because we understand the double standards, even though we use the word heavy as hell, you know, in our own culture. We understand if we tell another black man, yo, nigga, what's up? And he's like, bro, don't call me a nigga. You know, I want to treat each other with respect. Okay, cool. That's my fault. I'm in the wrong because I didn't understand that Mm -hmm. when that is, you know, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. Like, y'all should understand it, too, when people are like, hey, don't say that. Yeah. Delic- <laughs> they can't just, they, you can't have someone be like, it's not my fault, it's your fault. Like, you don't have any accountability <laughs> exactly. for what you say. Like, if it's really somebody's fault, it's your fault for saying it in the first place. So I'm just completely cold. I could just, I have no control over myself because it's your fault. It's just too cool. It's too catchy. So <laughs> it's your fault. Like that. <laughs> yeah. that sounds crazy. Chattis Gambino said one of, the, one of, like, the weirdest moments of his life was being at a Kanye concert, being surrounded by white people, and them all yelling, like, nigga, and, like, gold digger, but, like, looking at him <laughs> while they're saying it. And what makes it hard is, like, People can give out passes and stuff. Like we got, like all of us got a number mm-hmm. of passes we can give out and Light stuff skin, like that. No, so, I don't even get a pass. I don't. Sometimes I don't even get to say it. <laughs> yeah, I can see you getting in a group of people and we'll look at you crazy. <laughs> it happens, man. That's why I don't who be is, saying it really. Who though. is this? And it's like you not you don't just say it at any person. Like you don't just say that like any black person. Like right, you don't you gotta know who they are. <laughs> right. In terms of. It's just it has become a situation where it's like I understand that it's hard to police the situation like this fighting this battle is a tough one. It's a tough one to go around and be the police for a word because it's like but you got to understand not everyone's going to take it with the 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 understanding and the uh, respect that somebody might somebody might be not as patient with you and you got to be willing to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you want to live in that world, it's a dangerous world because we already live in a, a generation that does not understand nuance 
at all. No, man. It is an all or nothing world. And it's like, y'all really want to play this game and live this way? Okay. But I thought the idea was pretty simple mm-hmm. because there's plenty of things that like Mexicans will say to each other. Like there's lingo that everyone has in their culture that it's just not mainstream. So it's easy to not say. So it's like, make up y'all own word and take that from us. <laughs> and then we'll be upset about that, I guess. Like, <laughs> just... Leave that one alone. So as we wrap up this segment, Mimi, I know that you you press for time. So really quick, I want you to let the people know where they can find you. Talk oh, about sure. the, some of the music you brought us today and just plug plug yourself like an outlet. Yeah, man. So uh, a couple of songs I sent you were like, uh, one was from last year, one was from the year before. I've been working with management that has been really trying to push records singularly. And I've found that, especially in our day and age, content is king. So if you're not putting stuff out consistently, then you're going to be losing some people. So, like, I put out a song a while ago, like, two years ago. I got, like, 1.3 million streams on on Spotify. And I was like, hell yeah, like, this is great. But management was, like, slowing me up, not putting it out or whatever. Same thing happened with the next year. So, uh, I guess you got to be putting out stuff consistently. That being said, I just dropped some fire shit last week. Talk about it. Limited edition. It's my favorite song I've done yet. Um, It's, like... It's got a lot of like hip hop influence in it, but it's like it's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. I it's, it's it's more like a pop. It's more of like a pop. I've I've stopped rapping as much, and I'm just kind of like pop. I feel that. There's I a lot of money in it. I stopped rapping. I stopped rapping too. <laughs> I started <laughs> singing. <We> all, <laughs> he hit some acapella at our show we did over uh, the other day. He grabbed the mic and started. Ooh, I said okay. Hey man, there's <laughs> a lot of money in it. So, anyways, I'm just going. I'm kind of going more that route. But no, uh, I love it. It's my favorite song I've done yet. I have a. Um, it's gotten a lot of love on, on blogs on Spotify. I've been added to 57 Spotify playlists so far. Yeah. So we're gonna keep pushing it. Lyric videos out. We're dropping a music video next month, and then we have a follow up ready in the spring, and then we have a follow up ready after that. Yeah, nice. so it's like yes. game planning, you know. So what's your Instagram? Where can they find you? At all that? the Mimi Knowles. So T H E Mimi like Mariah Carey and Knowles like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost better than yours. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying. He a diva. He got <laughs> it's, it's some diva shit. Yes. But yeah, man. Uh, same thing on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Perfect. So as we say goodbye to you, we're going to drop that limited edition so y'all can hear it right now. You gave that to us, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so we're going to play that so y'all can hear it. Appreciate you stopping by the dojo. For sure, man. It's a pleasure. It's been a minute. We haven't worked since the No Problems video. (laughs) Whoa. We got to do something. That that. one was was a good one. I remember that. (laughs) Good shit. All All right. right. Well, y'all catch Mimi on the pizza, on the Little Caesars commercial. You so limited edition That booty busting out the packaging it's big. I'm your can and you ain't gotta ask again yeah. For a little bit of mission Oh yeah You hey. so limited edition You know I'll never find another No one I don't want just any kind of lover, yeah Cause I know you're worth it And they can find you on any kind of shelf You popular even by yourself You so hot that you would even by yourself You one of a kind, you're more than a dime You hold a sign, and you put in work Tied to the sign, must I remind you I know you love every purchase But there's no price tag for perfect Cause you're so limited edition That booty busting out the packaging I'm your kid and you ain't gotta ask again For a little bit of mischief, ooh yeah Yeah Limited edition Oh, you know I'll never find another And you whip those grits like my mother Yeah, cause I know you're worth it I fell in love just a minute ago Miss America, I swear that you will win me a row Running through the six with my woes Then when we kiss, it's like 
Whoa, hit it from the back, watch it bounce like a spring dog. Hit it so good, make your boy wanna sing those. Gotta sing it like, yeah, cause you're so limited edition. Hey, that booty busting out that packaging. I'm your Kenny, you ain't gotta ask again for a little bit of mischief. Yeah, just yeah. a limited yeah. edition. Oh, you know I'll never find another. Yeah, yeah. And you with those grinches like my mother. Yeah. Baby girl, I know you. When you pulled me from the darkness Got me out from the car crash I felt your brightness, I never wanna leave this Got the love thread to the chaos in my head Let's get the sun in our eyes In the darkest night Red rocks hang to fall on our heads Follow me along the riverbed sing you feeling those those two songs got you ready to sing i got me ready to get back on the stage man let's go that was limited edition by our guest mimi Knowles. shout out to mimi Knowles, and also nomenclature william g kid featuring alexa bird bang you should recognize those names because they've been on previous episodes <laughs> so go on the website sensei said so.com Make sure you look back and catch our episodes. One thing that I love about our episodes is while we talk about things that are going on now and like like the rap sheet, this is a big episode for the rap sheet and stuff like that. 
it's also pretty timeless. These are things that you can go back and you can listen to these interviews at any time and still catch something from. It's not like TMZ or something where like it's very specific to the time period. So it's no problem to go back, take a day. I know you, the holidays are coming up. You know it. And just listen. Listen back to all the episodes. And when you do it... You know what to pour up in your cup. You hear that ice? I mean, I don't got the jar. Actually, I'm using a cup this time. That Distillery 36. Distillery 36 in the cup. Shout out to them again. Went out to San Antonio. San Antonio. Silver Rum. I think he took third place. So we the win an award. Rum. The got Spice the Rum. We out here. Got the, got the whole time. Winning uh. on all fronts. So that's called partnership right there. And when, <laughs> when a team is strong, you move strong. And that's why we're a clan and we're making it happen. Next step, Little Caesars. No, we going to get the Pizza Hut joint. Shit. Because Domino's. Mimi got the so, Little Caesars. You, oh, you want the Domino's Let's do joint. Domino's. We'll get know? the Domino's joint. So look out for look, look out for Sensei Said So sponsored pizza coming soon. But that being said, we do have somebody that happened to just walk in the building, man. Pulled up on us. We had to put on the mic, and that's how we do it on the fly out here. Uh, Homie, (laughs) we got E. King in the building. Let's go. Ran up on you last night. Saw you in the city. (laughs) Saw you out and about, and I'm glad you were able to bless us here in the studio, here in the dojo. Nah, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate y'all for having me on. Man, I'm good, man. Just living life. Good, you were chilling back. I could see that you were chomping at the bit to talk about some of the things, hey. some of the topics that we just had. <laughs> the show's contagious, huh? Hey. You want to like, ooh, they covering topics, you got to get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we need to add a feature where everybody like sits down and gets like trimmed up or dreaded up because it is, it is barbershop talk. It's that feeling and everyone starts yelling at each other and screaming about <laughs> shit. feels good. It feels Back in the day, you know, going to TLC and watching Alan Iverson get his hair braided while a bunch of people talk some bullshit. (laughs) So before we we pick your brain on a number of things, I want you to give you a chance to talk about what you got going on because you do something very interesting. You got your hand into something that is, I find, very fun. And a great idea. So I want to give you a chance to talk about these ox cord wars that you're talking about. It's a cutting edge idea, bro. Yeah, man. So basically, ox cord wars is a game show. Uh, Game show. And it's pretty much, it puts you in the mind of an old school DJ battle, except with regular people. And uh, the audience picks the genre. And, you know, the people going head to head. uh, They play to see who plays the better music. And the audience decides who wins. Um... On our live version, uh, we go and we give away cash prizes to the winners. And then also, if the person wins, they can sit down and take their money or they could go play one of our secret celebrity guest DJs. And so uh, we'll bring a celebrity through uh, or a couple of them, uh, like B. Simone, Desi Banks. Shadow. Okay. Huh. <laughs> hey, we're going to get, we gonna have to get Shadow and Vio in that motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, man. I agree. But yeah, man. It's it's super turnt, man. Super lit. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on Oxcore Wars on IG. Like, look us up on YouTube. We just put that out there. Uh, we don't have a Snapchat or a Twitter yet because we pushed it mainly off of IG because that's Instagram how we grew. Is everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It, we, when you when you market it right, I see I see what you guys are gonna do. That's a smart decision to wait to instead of leaking out a whole nother avenue of of wealth you hold on to it oh yeah for snapchat sure. and instagram might come sooner when we can figure out all the royalties between everything oh yeah That's yes sir. Good so where do you guys go like where do you hold these ox cord wars uh so like i said we first started off of instagram uh and it was just a fun way to go uh on the double live feature and then like with the algorithm of instagram like if you're like a, a figure like they want you to use all of like the features so like the boomerangs the story the lives the double lives all of that stuff and so my homie jay dukes uh he actually thought of it and then he kind of brought me on with it uh shout out to the team no uh lala shout out to kedar uh shout out to dj t-mobile you know what I'm saying? We do it real big. So we just started out in February, though, on Instagram doing the double live. And we ended up growing out of that once Instagram started doing their copyright uh, thing with the music. And so, you know, that's the whole basis of our show. Right. And so we kind of had to figure out a, a way to, you know, give it to the people because our ultimate goal is to be on TV. But in the meantime, in between time, we had to figure out, you know, how to kind of capture Oxcore Wars in a live sense. And so we thought back to the BET, 
you know, HBCU college tours. Yeah. You know, which used to be super lit. They used to go to the different schools. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so we just started doing it at colleges because uh, my homie Jay Dukes, he's a, a amazing host, entertainer, host step shows, comedy shows, and stuff for schools. And he has the relationship. you just step a little? Oh, a J5J. <laughs> Stomp the shit out your yard. <laughs> Since I used to dabble in it. Uh, that's what's up, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, he had the connection with the schools, man. So we just put it out there. And man, luckily, man, we had a few schools believe in us, man, and, and brought us to the school. And man, the shit is so lit, bro. So what's the litest moment you see? And like, who, who had a set, an aux cord just... Nuke. Man, uh, so at Norfolk State, there's a couple of them. So at Norfolk State, uh, Chick played, uh, is a gospel rhyme. Chick played Never Would Have Made It. Motherfuckers are saying, uh, excuse me, I should say motherfucker, huh? Uh, but, you can say what you want. But, uh, I'm listening, but. But a chick, she like fell out crying, bro. Like, oh, and, I, and, it, and, it, and the chick who was playing, she was like, I lost. Like, you know, motherfucker over sitting there crying. Like, I lost. Uh, man, we had... Y'all did a gospel run? Oh, That's yeah. we So, we, we, end, we end every live with the gospel round. You guys do the same genre, like, everywhere you go, you do it in the same order? Do you guys no. randomize it? No. Or do you guys, like, customize it? So, we it's, it's all up to the audience. Like, so, the audience picks the genre. So, like, two people will come up and we'll ask the audience what they want. So, I mean, you might hear baby making music. You might hear so you don't get hip-hop. No, like, so, you don't get no prep time. You nope, get up and you, you got to. And that's, and that's the beauty of it. That's what makes it, like, you know, seeing who plays the better music. Because everybody thinks that they're the king with the ox cord. It's in like the you car. in the car. It's you know? like some DJ battles in the boroughs of New York we back just, in the day. We yeah. just had that in the car because we were driving to a show. And... And my lady and shadow be getting on me because I'm a mid 2000s motherfucker. Mm. 2001 to 2008 is the golden era of hip hop. <laughs> oh so I be throwing them back, and it's like oh, they want to play little baby. They want to hear the trap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turn on that <laughs> mama rap. <laughs> we want to hear some Trillville in this bitch. You know, I'm about hey. to turn it up. <laughs> so that's dope that it's it's on the spot yeah. live like. So you don't even really got to come with like an arsenal. You got to come with your wit. So y'all have every song because what if they throw some LimeWire joints? Like I want to hear. I mean, it's it's we got ox cords that that we people can hook up to their phone. So I mean, you could get okay. to it however you get to it. So YouTube, uh, Apple Music, Spotify. Which we trying to get that sponsorship. Y'all, y'all gonna play? Y'all gonna play a little dirty J Merck single? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that slap. <laughs> I mean, you might play some stuff in the crowd, which is silent. Oh, oh, what was the what was the worst crickets. set? What who oh, bombed? Man, it, and it's a couple people who bombed, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it, cause you gotta think, we're dealing with 18 to like 22 year olds yeah. in, in college. Like on, when we were on the internet, like it was easier because it's people from every different age. And they're group, just tuning you know? in, like, and they're tuning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, man, it's like if you play something old that, you know, they have no idea about, man. It's like, they sit there and be like, eh. And then we also had a, a trap, <laughs> we had a trap round, and this dude played this underground mixtape Gucci song, and oh. everybody's sitting there like, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> so it gotta be relatable, and it gotta be connectable with the Exactly, crap, like, you gotta yeah. you gotta play to your audience. Mm-hmm. Do they? You know do you saying? give them a mic? Can they, like, MC or talk? Yeah, or yeah. they just gotta Ooh. play the song? Yeah, we give them mics, you know what I'm saying? They can talk shit, Where do you I know? sign up? What Bro, college y'all hitting next? Uh, let me see. What college we hitting next? Uh, I gotta look at my schedule. Uh, but I know we got, we got a few coming up. Uh, we got a couple contracts that we signed. Uh, hopefully, we get to FAMU. That's gonna be okay. super lit. Have y'all have y'all worked around here about colleges here? Have y'all? No, we kind of we kind of started in the s- southern southeastern region because that's, that's where the great H- place that's where the HBCUs are. Yeah, and so I know it could be lit. It's somewhere marketable else, everywhere for, for sure. E- every demographic that's because we we do pop. We've done country. Like I mean, it just a crap. They thrown out country. Hey, oh, we've done. Who judges some, that? You don't judge. I'm that. not. He <laughs> like. Look, um, <laughs> has somebody ever yeah. come up and heard the category and just been like, "Damn, oh, yeah, I'm not ready for this." Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's 
what, you, that's when you you gotta pull something out your hat, man. Uh, I'm gonna I play mean, that Nelly because of salt in my head. Hey, has this ever happened? Have you have you ever been in, the, in in a city where they play a rapper that's beefing with somebody like? How Pusha T was in Toronto. Segway God. And, and 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 all of the six God Warriors was throwing <laughs> was throwing what they throw at the bull? Beer. They some. threw beer at him. They probably spit at him. They probably threw some wild shit at him, man. That was the wrong place to do that. To perform? No, uh to for the for the but Drake. You, yeah, yeah. Do you think do you think he shouldn't have took that bill? Do you think he shouldn't have took that bill? Man, you get your bag however you need to get so it. So it didn't even really but matter. But this hip-hop, though, we, we've had situations like this before. We've seen, like, when when Cassidy was battling people or, like, when Meek Mill went to Toronto. Like, this is what you're supposed to do in hip-hop. You 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 talk shit and you, you be like Snoop and you go to the award <laughs> show and say, New York ain't got love for L.A.? <laughs> That's hip-hop. That's the spirit. One of the things I want to ask you, because as the Drake push your teeth thing is kind of drummed up again, mm. and as you see uh, Tory Lanez and Joyner Lucas are going back and forth. Lit. The question is, Is are there rules to, like, hip-hop beef? Like, people are saying, like, how far you can go. Like, what are your thoughts on, on are there rules to this hip-hop beef shit? I feel like, you know, when you step into that ring, man, anything goes, bro. Anything goes. I mean, because it, it's... You put it in the music so you don't have to, you know, have it bleed out into real life, even though we saw that's happened in hip-hop, you right. know. Um, but I feel like after, you know, Biggie and Tupac happened, you know, kind of everybody's trying to keep it on the mic. And, you know, it doesn't have to bleed out into the street. So, I mean, I feel like people have said some disrespectful shit on, you know, various beef songs. And it's just, it's, it's the sport, you know. It's just, like, grown to... You know, that's just what it is. You say the most disrespectful, you know, off the wall shit you could think of to one up your opponent. You're right. I agree with him on that. I agree with him. I think I think it's all guns blazing. I think I think it's all out war because because the problem with Pusha is Pusha brought his illegitimate son to light. Pusha clowned on his homie that 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 is diagnosed with cancer pusher went to places where drake you know being as light-skinned as he is probably couldn't really handle that like that you know that's why that's why he didn't really want the whole beef to go down like it did but pusher went there so to pull up in that nigga city <laughs> after you've been talking about the king of the city crazy as hell yeah you they probably gonna throw some shit at you because be, not because uh, Drake is beefing with you, but because Drake is on top in that city that he's beefing with you. So allegedly what happened was, well, this is allegedly, of course, they're saying that Drake paid the dudes, like his goons, his hired Toronto hitmen to I don't to think pull he did, up. too. Huh? So let's say, if if Drake doesn't respond with hip-hop, but then pays people to, to oh. see him in... What are your thoughts on that? Is that a soft mood? Is that a is that a It's a whole move. Is yeah. what's your Be- thoughts on that? I think it's a whole move because Pusha didn't Pusha hasn't even taken it there. Pusha took it, you know, verbally took it there, take talking crazy, he took it there and then I don't know whether it was a truce or it was a stalemate or it was not. Drake, like, Drake was just on the shop with LeBron <laughs> talking about, I can't believe you went that far. If somebody wants to see you about it, they're going to see you. He said so he really very Takashi yeah. 6 9 ish oh, things yeah. on the shop. So, yeah, so, so what you're saying is from a perspective where everything goes and anything goes, if you say something that that person now took it further than just anything goes, then. What is it? Is it still a hip hop beef or is it? The thing is, at the end of the day, uh, we're all grown or they're all grown men and women, you know, who are beefing with each other um, in hip hop. And I feel like when somebody says something out of pocket, you have the right to address them in whatever way you feel is right. Because if you feel disrespected, man, you know, being a man, like if you feel somebody disrespects your manhood, you just can't let that ride. And it might be more than music to you. You know what I'm saying? You might have to go see see somebody but after they say something. But if it's in the something. realm of beef, of hip-hop beef, there shouldn't be a taking it too far. So like uh, Charlemagne always says, you can't tell somebody how to react. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I can't I can't say what's what. 
you know, I can't say, okay, uh, somebody can't pull up on you if you said, you know, fuck your wife, uh, you know, fuck your mama, fuck your dad, granny, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people are going to take that, and they're going to fucking, like, you know, take it, you know, they don't want to come but, see you, man. But how do you feel about it being a hip-hop beef, Drake saying, I have a... I have bars ready to go, but Jay Prince and LeBron told me that it's too personal and it's going to be too mean, so I can't put it out, but then you pay goons. Like, yeah, me personally, rap at me, don't send goons at me. Right. <laughs> like, let's keep it in the hip-hop thing. So, yeah, for sure. I just find it interesting that Drake's going to put Pusha T in a position where he has to shoot, like, Drake's the bigger artist. Right. So if Pusha T doesn't come guns blazing, he loses off top. Because it's not, because it's not a... It's Drake, a, let me say this, Drake never loses. What do you mean Drake never loses? I'm saying like in in the realm of it being like, you talking, you like if you're talking about somebody really taking the L, Drake took the L in a Pusha beef, right? Yeah. But did he really take an L? I was at a graduation party and they played some Drake and a bunch of white girls said, we can't listen to Drake right now. I said, oh, my oh, God. What? Yeah, they really were like, we can't listen to Drake after this. I mean, I'm sure they probably, like, <laughs> listen to him now. But yeah, at the moment, yeah. it was really, like, it was taboo to listen to Drake. And, like, they're not plugged into the culture. That's so, wild. Like, yeah. wild to <laughs> That's see. Wild. Like I was saying, it's not, it's not, the, it's not the kind of beef that, that Young Dolphin and Yo Gotti have where it started as a street beef and they're not even really rapping about it because it's only a street beef and one of them has to die for it to no longer be a street beef. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it, it's a, it's an entertainment beef and it's a media beef. So Drake, you shouldn't take what he's going to say just cause it's going to be in the media and embarrass you to heart and send goons at him because you have the clout to do the same thing to him. Just rap. So what you we go? Yeah, you can fight. Yeah, that. just gotta rap that. So For sure. Let's just listen to one more song. Let's listen to a little bit of music, and then we gonna wrap up this episode of the Sensei Said So he Show. Bumish. He acted like he can't. Like, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't have a verse that long. There are some things that I'm not proud of. There are some things I don't say out loud Cause I'm human and I make mistakes I'm human and I tend to break But I still think I'm a good man Despite all the choices I've made And I'm better than I was before I'm better than I was before Better than I was before Now that I've let it all go Better than I was before Better than I was before Better than I was before Now that I let it all go
back, Sensei Said So, at senseisaidso.com. Click it. That was better, Mimi Knowles. So make sure you tune that. Music's in the description. You guys already know. You see how the website's laid out. It should be pretty simple right now. Distillery 36 in the cup, because you know how we get down. E. King. Yes, sir. Before we let you go, plug yourself. Let them know where they can find you if they want to catch up with the Ox Cord Wars or whatever else you got going on in the future. Let them know where they can find you. Okay, so on IG, you can follow the brand at Ox Cord Wars. Uh, you can follow me personally at King Noop, K I N G N U P E. And on Instagram, uh, we do have a YouTube channel uh, at Oxcore Wars. If you want to check out some videos and content that we posted, it's as well. lit. Make sure y'all check it out. The crowds really be rocking. <laughs> this yeah. is such a great ass idea. Man. Love it. So you know how we get down. This is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei Vio Sensei, 36 Dread Kage of the Music Clan, 10th Tribe of Wakanda, the new Fire Lord. I am your king. Call me Killmonger. I just watched that movie again for like the 80th time. <laughs> about to do the same. Because y'all already know it's Shadow the Gold Tooth Villain, leader of the Water Nation. Future king of the Ox Cold Wars. So <laughs> your double cups up two times if y'all with me. Thank you to all our guests. Thank you to all our supporters. Thank you to everybody listening. We out. <laughs>